Today on Songsmith, I'm excited to have Kurt Kaiser on the show. Uh, he is Carriers and his ensemble of amazing musicians that he's put together. And you're about to release another record. And it's exciting. I love the name of the record, by the way. Thanks. Yeah, it's yeah. actually it's my it's my first one with with Carriers. Okay. We put out a, a you had Enlu, right? Okay. Yeah, yeah. So Enlu was a band mm-hmm. that I I played guitar in and, and wrote those with them. Mm-hmm. Um, and then Pomegranates wrote and did that. But Carriers is the first thing of like my own tunes. Me, okay. Yeah. Uh, you want to say the name? Now is the time for loving me, yourself, and everyone else. Pretty awesome, but. And that came about, uh, I think I read somewhere, you guys were traveling. I mm-hmm. guess it was Pomegranates was on the road. Yeah. So listeners, uh, Kurt was also a member of the super group Pomegranates. <laughs> uh, incredible talent that came out of that band with you and Isaac and Joey and, and all. So it's cool to see you guys off doing your own things and doing such great work. But Thank anyhow, you. you guys were driving across the country, right? Mm-hmm. And Isaac put on a song. Yeah. And there was something in By the, the song. By the free design. You. Okay. Mm-hmm. So tell us a little bit more about that. Yeah, it's called, uh, the song's called Now is the Time for Love. And that was just kind of, kind of rang true. That we we're just kind of reviving it. And I was sitting in the back and um, I, yeah, just kind of spoke. I was like thinking about that and I was kind of, I was like praying, just kind of, I was like talking to God and I was just kind of was like, I was saying those words and I felt like I heard him say, now is the time for loving me, yourself, and everyone else. And I wrote it down. And I was like, when I make an album, I'm going to call it that. And I decided that day. And so seven years later, um, this is that album. That's great. (laughs) And you stuck to it. I stuck to it. You kept your promise to yourself. I almost did not, multiple times. Yeah. I think uh, Ashley, who plays keys with me, it was a time like her, Alex, and I, we lived together the past couple of years. Mm-hmm. And about a year ago or so, she was like, she was like, now's the time to put it out and to do mm-hmm. it like with this title. Like, you know, yeah. don't don't change it. Keep it that. So Beautiful. So we jumped pretty far ahead. We went right to the, hey, here's the album. Here's the name <laughs> of the album. But for our listeners, let's now go back. Yeah. Okay. So um, just tell us a little bit about, so you grew up here. Right. Or grew up here. in Lebanon. In Ohio. Lebanon. Mm-hmm. Okay. And so just give me, you know, a minute on family life. What was life growing up? Was there music around? Yeah. How, how did you kind of get moving in, on this path in life? Yeah. I would say my dad plays guitar and he would always play when I was a kid. And just a lot of classic rock, mm-hmm. you know, around a lot of Eagles. You like Boston a lot, bread. <laughs> just like, and then also like a lot David of contemporary. Like Christian music because he played in the church, mm-hmm. and so grew up playing in the church. Like once I started playing, and then in high school, um, me and a couple of dudes formed Inlu, mm-hmm. and that's kind of what led to Cincinnati. And like Pomegranates were a band; they would ask Inlu to play shows. We would uh, we would gladly hop on, mm-hmm. and then Inlu stopped. Poms asked me to join, and then yeah. Gotcha. Carrier started a few years later. Okay. So in that whole mm-hmm. experience, first first musical memory? A show or like my dad playing you know, guitar? Sometimes whenever I think about a, a musical memory, I think about the first time that I was moved by music. Mm. Well, how about that, if you can recall? Um, hmm. 
The memory that comes to mind, I'll just say this because it's the memory that comes to mind, is my dad, he would just play this song. I was, I remember I was a child, and he would play this song, like, on the couch, like, it's just a night. Just had this, like, his Fender Telly, and he just, like, rip all the time. Mm-hmm. And I, I always called it, like, the police song. I don't know what it was, but I just remember as a kid, I was like, play the, play the police song. Hmm. And that was something, and I, I wanted to hear that often and i think it was just my dad just like yeah noodling you know by the police you mean like the law or I the band the police i don't know i don't know why i called it the police song okay i don't i don't i don't think it was a band the police maybe he had like you know some like tv show on or like chips or andy griffith or something like that and like he would play it and so maybe there was some like gotcha it's connected to okay <laughs> got you i was i went to the riff and uh every breath you take you know Mm. Or something like that, but that's obviously not it. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So that happens a lot. You know, dad or mom or, Mm -hmm. you know, play or they got music, you know, records playing in the background and that kind of thing. And, um, you know, that seems to spawn a lot of musicians and great writers. Yeah. Um, Do you know when you said to yourself, okay, I'm going to do this? When was that? Mm -hmm. So fifth grade is when I tried. And I was playing like, peewee football and and doing a lot of sports and stuff and my dad always played and i'd see him play it he played in some like kind of um bands and like church and like cover bands and stuff he taught me a few chords like some cowboy chords Mm -hmm. and it hurt my fingers too bad (laughs) and i i gave up i tried it a little bit because he would teach he would teach some lessons to people at my house and i was like this hurts too bad and i stopped and then seventh grade i told him I was like I want to I want to do this. I think I can I think mm-hmm. I can do it. And he took me <laughs> for my birthday. There was a talent show that was happening in my private school music room. Mm-hmm. And um I still remember like this, this little thing I played. Um <laughs> it was the first thing I played in front of people and he took me he took me to Hardee's for my birthday mm-hmm. and then he took me to a music store. And I picked out the silliest guitar, a, f- a Fender Stratacoustic. <laughs> a Stratacoustic? Yeah, I, I don't know, know why. I still have it somewhere to this day. I think I think I let him hold on to it right now. But uh, yeah, that was that was when I I was when I was like I'm gonna do this. And ever since then, I I continued. And shortly after, like a band was like started in middle yeah. school. And that's yeah. awesome. So uh, and then when did you when did you say okay I'm gonna I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to try my hand out writing songs. I think that happened for me. Um, well, like, we would write songs together in Inlu. Um, but I think on my own, I feel like it happened, like, honestly, what, here, here's, what it, here's what it was. So I didn't write songs, really. I, you know, I always played in yeah. bands. Yeah. And I was at this this kind of, like, house group kind of, like, church thing. I was like 19, um, 18 or 19. And I was in like Northern Kentucky and music had become a very huge passion of mine. And, um, I, I said to God, I was like, I want to, I don't want to put this, I don't want this to be the most important thing in my life, like above, uh, above you. And, and, um, so I gave, I was like, I just, I want to give you my passion of music because I feel like I've made it like this idol or just hmm. like this thing that That's I, interesting. almost mm-hmm. is too important. You yeah, know? yeah, right. And when I did that, I went home 
And I was, I was like, man, I'm going to lose music. I'm giving God music. I'm going to lose it, you know? Mm-hmm. And I went home and I wrote a song and I've been writing songs ever since then. And now it's mm-hmm. like the only thing that makes sense for me to do. And I never, never did before that. Mm-hmm. So God was telling you, yeah, don't do that. Yeah. Like, yeah. Like, yeah, like yeah. keep doing it. And I'm going to make it better. It. Exactly. Like, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I feel you. That's awesome. Yeah. Uh, so, you know, I have to do a little bit of homework. Right? Yeah. I mean, we, our discussion at Motor was cool. It was but, cool. Yeah. But we had a beer. We had a beer. But, I, you know, I, I'm, I'm not the best at retaining, you know, all <laughs> of that stuff. Uh, p- particularly anything that, that we that I talked to anybody about after eleven o'clock at night, for the most part. But mm-hmm. so I had to go back and do. I did a little bit of research on a few things, and one of the things that I read um, about it was it was paid rent to your songwriting, and it said there's there's songs that I write and I write them just to get through the day, mm-hmm. and then other ones where I write and I'm like, wow, this re- really needs to be heard. Mm-hmm. What's the difference? Well, yeah, so. I think usually I write song. I just start singing. I, usually it's like I'm at work or I was a delivery driver the, for, for the past uh, year and a half, and it would happen there. Or when I was like working at the zoo, it would happen just like while like doing concessions, and I'd fill receipt paper with songs, and I would just start singing. Mm-hmm. Not like loud and like obnoxious people to hear, <laughs> but loud enough for me to like. I got a melody sure. and like I'm mm-hmm. something's happening around me or something is going on like my mind, whether it's like some kind of like struggle or something I'm like experiencing or learning about and, or just like, I'm a lot of it is my prayers and I just start singing them. And, as, and some, there's like, yeah. So there's some that I'm like, this is, I needed this today. And it really helped me through the mm-hmm. day. And maybe I even went home and played guitar and it's on a voice memo mm-hmm. somewhere. And then, yeah, and then there's some where I'm like, this is, you know, now I'm like, this is a carrier song or like, this is this is one that's going to be heard. And some are just very personal and will never be heard. But I, I needed it the day that I wrote it. Mm-hmm. But sometimes those ones end up being like, people are like, play that. That's, right. You should play that one. Yeah. So, I mean, yeah. I hear you. Sometimes it's like the uh, the more personal, I mean, the better, right? They're all personal. That's the thing. Yeah. I think there's just some that are, um, yeah, they really are all personal. Like I can't, that's what I've come to realize. Like I can't really just write a song about something that doesn't matter to me. Mm-hmm. I tried it one time. I tried like licensing like mm-hmm. music stuff mm-hmm. and it still felt like emotional and they wanted something kind of quirky and funny. And I'm like, Mm -hmm. Oh, I'm not really good at that. Yeah. (laughs) I'm, I'm not quirky and fun. Yeah. Yeah. That's the, those are the last two words you would use to describe me. (laughs) I'll tell you that. So I get you. So did that then become your process? And has that always been your process where you're like, I just, you just kind of come up with a tune in your head and you start singing it. I mean, and then, then you go get your guitar or do you just. Usually the song's done. By the time I, I like, so it's in your, home. it's all in your head, and okay, and I, I'll put it in my notes mm-hmm. on my phone. It used to be like on receipt papers, and it used to be in mm-hmm. journals. But like, once like notes, on my phone, and voice memos became really handy. Yeah, uh, sure. I'll, I have so many voice memos of me like singing an entire song, and I'll just, or like I'll sing a verse, and then I'll work on the next part, and then I'll go in and I'll edit, and I'll like go forward, and then I'll sing the rest of it, and. Usually by the end of a work shift, 
if a song came, if it was like, mm-hmm. I'm writing a song, like I need to s- sing this. Um, usually it'll be done and then I go home and then I pick up my guitar. Mm-hmm. Um, and some of them have been on on like keys and then a lot recently have been on, I'll start with like bass. Um, yeah. it's, been, yeah. it's been really fun to, hmm. to just right or like the first instrument i put to it you know mm-hmm. maybe, maybe right. a different instrument than guitar yeah um i think it creates more space that way so i'm not just strumming mm-hmm. but uh yeah that's that's pretty much the the process and sometimes i'll just be riffing mm-hmm. and i'll be like oh, i want to come up with some like i like this and i start singing with it but i would say like 75 percent of the time i i just start singing okay <laughs> did you have something in mind that you wanted to say or does the melody come and then you're like, oh, this feels like this emotion or this feels like I should say this? Yeah, it's usually the words first. Okay. That usually everything is really about the words to okay. me. I'm like, um, like on this record, on Now's the Time, mm-hmm. um, like some songs I wrote in the parking lot, like while working at Whole Foods, like pushing carts. And I just, I was able, you know, I'm, a, I'm, alone for uh, you know periods of time and i would i would start singing like the song peace of mind i think i wrote out there daily battle Mm -hmm. i think i wrote out there Mm -hmm. (laughs) and and a lot of that is interactions with with people and seeing things and um you know like being approached by a you know real like wealthy guy and come up to me like in the parking lot you know because i'm like i took his groceries out and he's like Say, like, what are you doing? Like, why are you working outside? Like, what are you doing with your life? Like, you're mm-hmm. pushing carts, you know? Mm-hmm. And for me, I'm like, I know, like, these songs are coming. I know there's things that, mm-hmm. like, sure, I don't want to be doing this the rest of my life or even for that much time. But as far as don't be pushing carts. Right. I was like, but <laughs> there's a greater there's a greater purpose, yeah. you know? And, like, in a lot of that is interact. I'd ask people how they were doing in the parking lot. And it's mm-hmm. like, how's your day going? You know, and some people would just tell me really difficult things. Like, like my daughter is on heroin and I don't, and it's her birthday. And I don't mm-hmm. know if I'm going to hear from her. Or like a single mm-hmm. mother is just having a really hard day. And honestly, I would just like ask them if I could say a quick prayer for them. And and a lot of that, just like interactions with people and hearing people's brokenness and, and my own, it helped me to like take focus off of my own. And then, but also just to like sing, like these songs are for me, but some of a lot of them, I'm like, I'm, I'm singing to people. And I even will imagine singing, I'll be like, a lot of times I picture being on stage at like murder or something is what I've done for years. When I like think in my head, like I'm, I'm singing to people and I'm thinking about how it's going to like affect certain people that are there who like are longing for, for hope or longing to mm-hmm. know that they're not alone, that they're mm-hmm. loved. Mm-hmm. And that, that really, affects i think the things my songwriting too and some are just love songs about you know a woman i love you know so yeah 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 no wonder god wants you to keep it up <laughs> um so so that's your primary motivation then because mm-hmm. you're you're really what you're doing here is you're taking this time that you have that's i wouldn't call it idle but you're you're doing a job that doesn't that allows you the freedom in your head at that time to be thinking, to, to do this work, mm-hmm. right? So you're kind of, you mean, you know, you're multitasking essentially. Yeah. And, and yeah. Uh, but it's that, it's that work and the movement and everything else and the experiences and the things that you see 
mm-hmm. that are creating this. So it's almost like, man, you know, I know you, you're going to become, people are going to absolutely love this record, by the way. I know Thanks. they are. I think it's phenomenal. Thank you. Um, and then you're going to, you don't need this, you're not going to do this job anymore. And then what are you going to do? You're just going to find a cart and push it around New York City, or what are you going to do? Because you've got to, mm-hmm. you got to keep it open. How do you keep yeah. the valve open? I think that's the cool thing. Is I, all right, anywhere. I I just I'm living alone again now. And when I lived alone before, I wrote a handful of these songs, like Heaven's People. I wrote another mm-hmm. guy, the song we're going to play yeah. tonight. Yeah, I wrote that, um, living alone. And and it's not like I can't write while people are because I wrote plenty of songs while living with like Ashley and Alex this past couple of years. Mm-hmm. But there's something, yeah, I think there's something about when you're just, for me, being alone and I can, it's three in the morning and I I can just, I can go there and not, not worry about, you know, am I, am I being too loud or am I, am I you yeah. know, which is like, it's important. I want to be, <laughs> I want to be respectful. And I've definitely, there's like people I like thanked on this record in the credits that like I've lived with. And I'm like, I know you put up with like, my shit of playing music loud at mm-hmm. two or three in the morning. But those songs are on this record, so I'm very excited. <laughs> How has, you know, from when you first started writing songs, okay, I know that it sounds like your process has sort of stayed pretty much the same. Yeah. How's the songwriting changed? I think it's like, I think the songs, the more recent songs, aren't as long. Uh, and I think... <laughs> Okay. Like this song, this record is long. It's, it's well, this song's seven eleven. This is seven eleven. Yeah. Play. So yeah. there were longer ones. There was a lot longer ones before. Well, no, this right. is six years old. Like this record, this all these songs are like okay, like six okay, four gotcha. to six years old. They're just getting on record. So now. yeah, okay. they're just. So now you're saying what you're writing now is a little bit shorter. Perhaps. Some of it's a little okay. shorter, and I think it's just like I don't know. I, I think it's. I think I've developed. I, I don't think of it as am I developing as a songwriter, but I I think I have, and I mm-hmm. I think I've uh, learned different things, and and I think my demos have gotten better. Like just like I I record a lot of demos at home, mm-hmm. and that's like the most. That's like I write the song, and then I make a voice memo of it, and then <laughs> I, when I when I can, I try to get around to making just like demos in Logic, and mm-hmm. then I'll like show those to. The band, I'll be psyched on it, and then I'll be like, "All right, I'm ready to write in the next one," you know. Mm-hmm. And then I'm like, "Maybe that song will be one that we start playing." Um, maybe not. I forget the question. I'm sorry. That's okay. <laughs> you know, because then I just realized I was sort of glad you did because it was a stupid question. But um, no, we were talking a little bit about the length of the songs and stuff. Oh, you know? yeah, yeah. And I'm like, because the questions that I wanted to ask you about that were because I would be like, if someone was like, "Man, why are your songs so long?" and it'd be like, because that's that's how I wrote them, because that's how long they have to be. Mm-hmm. That's how much time it took me to say what I wanted to say. And that's totally cool. Yeah. You know, you don't have to be. And, and I was going to say, when I also, when I listen to the songs on the record, I'm like, I can't, you can't really categorize this stuff. Okay. So I think it's tough to put mm-hmm. boundaries on carriers. Cool. I don't, I'm not, I, I have, I don't want to label you. Cool. Um, it's just really cool. I really, really love it. Um, and the same is true for songwriting. It's like, listen, uh, any song can be whatever. And it's like, if I was shooting to, to write a three minute and 30 second song for pop radio, it wouldn't be as good as what comes out of me naturally. Hmm. Yeah. Right? So. Yeah. Yeah. But now you you're, it, yeah. so now you're, con- are you consciously trying to write shorter songs or is it no. just kind of evolving now? It's just kind of, okay. it's kind of happened. I think like, like working with uh, like John 
John Curley mm-hmm. in this in the studio. One of the first, it was a fun thing to kind of work out with him because a lot of I would just play these songs like acoustic at like a coffee shop or something, and so I I showed him the hymn as acoustic songs, mm-hmm. and then once we got in there, like him and Brian and I, it was like. How do we keep the song moving, you know? So these some of these songs that are on the record were actually longer. And we actually cut like four or five songs from the record too. Okay. Because I was like, oh, we got to make it fit on like like a single LP. It didn't happen. It's still on a double LP. Mm-hmm. And, but yeah, it's, uh, I, I don't want to, I think David Barbie, this guy, he has a studio called Chase Park Transduction in, uh, in Athens, Georgia. And he was in Drive By Truckers and, um, he's worked on, he worked on like a deer hunter record and, um, he's a really good dude. I met him at motor actually. And mm-hmm. I've hung out with him now in Athens, Georgia too. Mm-hmm. But we were sitting down cause I, he, when I met him, he was like, send me your record. I want to, I want to listen to it. It's about a year ago and he listened to it and he really loved it. And so when I met up with him in, in Athens, he bought me a beer and he was like, don't shorten the record. Like don't like, cause there's, there were some people that were like, we'll put it out but we want to like cut a right. couple songs to make yeah. it fit on one up because it's, it's a yeah. risk to put a band out that no one's ever heard on mm-hmm. a double up it's like double the price you know yeah. and so right and he was like it's like giving him like a half finished painting like wait to find someone that'll put your record out and so a lot of patience <laughs> went into <laughs> went into this but i'm really glad i did and i'm glad because i thought like well should i add more now that it has i've got this much more space on the record you know mm-hmm. i could I was like, whatever. I just let it, it's fifty-four minutes. It's only nine songs, yeah. and I let it be what it is. Heck yeah, yeah. You know, it, too long is when the song stops being interesting, and I didn't, I didn't <laughs> feel that, you know, at cool. all. So, uh, bravo! And because I think it's hard to do. Thanks. So. I think it's because like the all the people that help play on it really like put themselves into it, and mm-hmm. a lot of just interesting elements and parts and mm-hmm. sounds, and mm-hmm. yeah. That's cool. So um, that that stood out to me, you know. Obviously, cool. as I'm looking at it, and Thanks. I'm like, you know, and a songwriter too. I'm like, man, these songs are these are long songs, but they're really cool. And then I'm like, I wonder if have you ever done a real little tiny song, a little little songlet, a little tiny forty five secondy sort of thing. I have done little things. I have like voice memos of, and then and I was like. I think I was like, oh, I'll come back to this. And it'd be, and I was like, actually, I think this is actually just a, not like, you know, guided by voices or something, not like mm-hmm. that. It's, right. it's just like a few, like maybe like three verses or something. And, but yeah, there's, there's some, some short ones. I've never thought about putting out a 45 second song, but maybe, maybe in the future. Okay. <laughs> hey, you never know. Yeah. And so today we're going to play um, another guy. Yeah absolutely love it i cannot wait to hear you guys play it live it's going to be phenomenal we just we just worked it out the past couple of days so perfect well we'll see how it goes yeah no one will know the difference <laughs> so i started digging in a little bit deeper and i didn't know if this was a conscious effort because you think about i think about the lyrical content mm-hmm. you know this song and i read what somebody's interpretation was i don't know if it was yours but and then i looked at the length of the song and i was wondering if it was actually designed so the song is 711 Mm-hmm. And Psalm 711 is God is a righteous God. Mm. He is angry with the wicked every day. Damn. Hmm. Coincidence? Um, 
I don't know. It's hard sometimes to hear that uh, God is angry or, or to be represented in that way because I think he is, but I think it's more so because he just desires us to be whole mm-hmm. and like, like to not, uh, yeah, there's just so much. I, I think he, he wants us to know that like yeah. we're not supposed to do it on our own and that like he wants to help us mm-hmm. and like yeah i think he came to save us from from like evil mm-hmm. and yeah so i was making those parallels i'm like i wonder did you cut this thing off because you know at Seven Eleven, because you wanted that psalm to ring out <laughs> or is you it know, just a just an accident yeah that was that was just an accident um that's cool i yeah, I I don't think there's anything where I specifically try to put scripture into um mm-hmm. into uh, my my songs. I'm it's, it's happened for sure mm-hmm. at, at times like my whole thing with like th- like theology is um well, I I I sum it up quickly. There was a time I, I was like 19, I was like, working at Panera, and I was like, doing prep and I would ask, I, remember I was like asking God, I was like, should I like listen to like um, this music or like these like pastors or this, um, read this book or do this? And I, I, I heard, he said, shut up, listen to me and I'll tell you what you need to know. And he said, knowledge, wisdom, and correction. And, and I was like, a lot of times I would just be like kind of in tears uh, at work, and I asked my boss if I could go and uh, go to Bellevue Park in Clifton, <laughs> and I was like, "Can I take like an hour and a half? I need to go like pray." And he was like, You're, "This guy is weird, you know." Mm-hmm. And he'd see me like crying and stuff while like cutting turkey, <laughs> <laughs> and so and I went, and it was re- that was really like profound for me. Everything that I feel like God actually teaches me—that's what I apply to my life. That's I. I I seek as far as like for theology or for, I'm like, I don't seek theology to find out about God. Right. I like, he told me to like seek his heart and then he would tell me what I need to know. And he told me he was my trainer. And so like these things are the things that I apply. And I'm like, I, anything with scripture, I'm like, I don't, I asked him, I said, I want take away all that. Cause I grew up in a Christian school. I grew up in a church and I was like, take away everything that I've attained. Um, that's made me think like giving me like a lot of knowledge, you know, like that can just kind of puff up as scripture says, like knowledge mm-hmm. puffs up, but love builds up. Yeah, And weird. not that nothing, there's nothing wrong <coughs> with knowledge. There's nothing wrong with, you know, going to seminary and learning all this stuff. But like anything, I think it, if you put something before, um, God or before like love, it can it can just become a, a, another distraction and um, yeah. So I would I'm not opposed to putting scripture in my songs. I probably do. I think my dad's like, oh, God can really use this song because it says this, and I'm like, <laughs> yeah. God, that that's cool. Like, yeah. and I believe he would. And yeah, I'm kind of off, yeah, but yeah. Well, you know, yeah, I agree. <laughs> Not that it matters, but um, somebody uh, somebody wrote that 
this song, their interpretation was staring into the face of Christ and about self-care, yeah, right? The, that, Learning self-care, essentially, right? That came from... Is that a fact? Um, yeah. So I accidentally, I sent the wrong email to Paste Magazine or something happened. I had all my brainstorming, like things about what the song was about. Somehow they got that instead of what I like, really, like what I felt really good about sending. And so the first thing I sent them said that, mm. that I was, because that is what it is. It's a dream I had mm-hmm. where I was lifted into the air and this like stone, that's what like stone became flesh, like this mm-hmm. stone that it was, I was in Northside and it was in the house I used to live in with, mm-hmm. with Isaac and mm. some folks. And mm-hmm. I knew in the dream that, I was like, this statue used to be here in the house, and for some reason it's not here. And I looked up, and I saw it. Like It was like the there was no roof on the ceiling. Mm-hmm. It was just, you know, just really high up, and I saw the statue up there. And mm-hmm. then I was lifted up, and then I was like on, I was on like this, like, pet, like kind of level, like here. And then he was right here, and it was like a, like, you know, just went down, like, in between us, and it started to break apart. And I, and then he became like i was like i'm talking to jesus right now and i knew in the day i was like this is jesus mm-hmm. and he, he talked to me about being wise with my my money <laughs> mm-hmm. which is i i still have, i still struggle with it but he it was like yeah i remember i woke up from that dream i was in cleveland i was on tour with pomegranates mm-hmm. and i woke up and uh my my girlfriend at the time she was there with me and i i i told her i was like i I just met Jesus. I just like met Jesus. Like this is crazy, you know. Yeah. And yeah, and I wrote that song a little bit. Uh, just a little bit later. I don't. I, well, I don't think I really wrote it during pomegranates. I think I wrote it after the fact. I think that was one where I was like, this mattered to me. Mm-hmm. Uh, like something really was really powerful about this, and and it easily became a song as I started to yeah. sing it. Yeah. Those tend to be the the most fun and the best ones for some reason. Yeah. I don't know if I could do a better intro uh, than you just did for playing this song right now. (laughs) So I think we should stop here. Let's do it. And I think I can't wait to hear you guys play the song anyhow, but that was just such a beautiful setup that I think it's time for you guys to rock. Cool. Thank you.
Thank you so much for listening to Songsmith. If you like what you hear, subscribe, rate, and write a review. It really helps people find us. Thanks again, you guys, and we'll see you next time.